So it's Monday, but guess what? It's like a party Monday because there's like this whole event that I've been trying to tell you guys about all fucking week or like probably since all weekend because that was like four days ago. Have you guys heard about Pretty Frankenstein? Where you're about to? And throughout this whole thing that we're about to do, I want you guys to take a look at this link that we're going to put up for Pretty Frankenstein's GoFundMe because the celebration tonight is in honor for the launch of their GoFundMe for their very first album. Now, this is a band you want to have in your life. <laughs> you really do. From the epic TikToks to the absolute beautiful performances and my all-time favorite person to look at when I have my alone time and laugh, Grey Star. <sighs> Bring her on for me. Thank you. Yay! Hello. How's it going? Sound effects. <laughs> all right. No, it's all good. I can make them. I can. I swear I want to do DJ noises someday. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much for coming on. I was like, is she going to say no? Because like, this is a big day for you. you know, yeah. No, no. I, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gray star uh, from pretty Frankenstein. I don't know if I, I need to say that again, but um yeah, no, we are today. We just launched our Kickstarter or GoFundMe campaign, excuse me. Um, at one of those, and uh, <laughs> kind of, except, except the thing is, GoFundMe lets you keep whatever you make, whereas it oh, Kickstarter, right. if you don't, yeah. But, um, it's like, uh, yeah, it's for our album. It is, it's gonna be like, I think, like six to eight songs. Uh, we, we have had other albums before that are on like Spotify and stuff, but like nothing's ever been like a, like an actual like studio, like mixed and mastered by a professional thing. It's all just everything that's up that you can hear now is like, you know, me at home and like garage band. Uh, that's, that's actually pretty fucking impressive. I, this oh, is what you. I love about artists in this day and age. And when, remember when the boomers were like, Oh, oh kiddo you don't want to rely on that technology because yeah in the world i still believe that like sky apple is skynet and that's going to happen however <laughs> so many creative bands literally um recorded albums in closets using their iphones and i'm yeah. like fuck yes <laughs> yeah exactly and then like all of our music videos are filmed on uh my partner vince's iphone and um you know that's that's where we're at right now but uh yeah it's we just started working with a producer that mixed the uh the latest singles that we put out um and he is amazing he's playing drums on the tracks he's playing bass and he is like i i i love this man i i am so like we just meld to like i'll i'll text him like in the middle of the night i'll have like a random thought of like Oh, can you EQ this to sound like this? He's like, already got you. Like, you know, I was thinking like, like uh, this vibe and he'll throw out some reference that I'm like, oh my God, I was just listening to that. And it's, this is like chemistry that, you know, that oh, you can't be. 
It, well, it's funny because uh, the so his name is Edward. Uh, okay, he is he's say. yeah. Uh, Edward is our is our mixing master producer person, and he um, actually used to come to see my old. I used to be in a hip hop group in this is like early two thousands, like two thousand nine to like two thousand eleven, and uh, we were called Spirits in the Basement, and oh, I love it he was like a spirits in the basement fan. He knew one of the members personally, but he would come to our shows and he would like fucking make, Oh, can I swear on here? I, I, Absolutely. I oh, okay. 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 Awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sweet. He would, be more clever. <laughs> <laughs> he would make these like fucking like stenciled, like spirits in the basement shirts that he and his, his now wife would wear. Uh, so this is like, you know, this is a love affair that's been like 10 years in the making. So, you know, yeah, I'm absolutely about it. I'm trying to get this link up here. Give me one second. Oh, no okay, worries. So you're this, the hip hop band makes all, all the sense. And I was like, you're too good to be a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny. Cause the, the weird thing is trying to figure out a way to put hip hop influences into like, you know kind of gothy uh upbringing and like it's it's funny because now i'm i'm so happy i love modern music and like i i'd love people like young blood and like you know just people who are like melding all the genres and you know just dressing as like emo and gothy as possible and uh so now i'm like you know what if like that person's getting away with it and they have like legions of fans. So fuck it. I think it's time that I can actually put these two things together, you know? And it, it works beautifully. I could tell you probably 10 years ago, goths would have been like, Oh my God. Yeah. But, yeah. But would they though? I don't know. I bet it works so well. Cause like when you came, I was like, what, what oh, you're the goth expert. What is this hip hop <laughs> melting? Cause I'm, I'm actually biracial. So I love, yeah love 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 both genres so i'm like yeah put it together no one has done it right you nailed it <laughs> oh thank you thank you hold on i'm right. so sorry i don't know why my um i have the link here oh you're fine you're fine it's, so what i could tell i could tell people stuff uh too uh it's um I'm, I'm sure you'll you'll share it but uh we have an official website now uh, oh. that's um, prettyfrankenstein.com and you can find everything about it on there. Okay. You can find all the stuff there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm going to make myself a drink with some ghost tequila. Um, Let's go. What is, yeah. what is this drink In, called? Is it just tequila? It's just like a margarita because I'm just going to use margarita mix, but I'm going to pour it in, in my little, my little <laughs> skull glass. Uh, just... And I'm being a fancy hoe. <laughs> nice. Can I can I pour alcohol live on YouTube? I don't I don't know if that's we'll like a violation out. thing, right? I, you know, I'm surprised I haven't been kicked off the things that have come out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been kicked off. No, it, it was a production we were doing, but we were kicked off for music, but not necessarily for um anything I've done yet. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, celebration. Hey. And I just want to say anyone who is watching or listening, um, you know, we'll put the link up. But also, I know this is like in podcast mode. So, um, well, it'll be in podcast mode. The the Kickstarter, or I'm sorry, 
the GoFundMe. <laughs> you mentioned that it goes on all the whole month of March. Let's um let's ins- get people to vote because you actually have like cool prizes and shit. And I just envisioned like a lot of uh, Oriental Trading Company stuff in the little gift bags. And if yeah, you don't yeah. have that, I want to make it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I um yeah, no, I I I'd love that. Oh, we have so many like different little prizes for people. Um, you know, it and it ranges from everything from like you know, uh, a signed copy of the cassette to like, um, cause we're putting it out on cassette. So, you I know, cause that. we're, we're retro. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, yeah. And so it, that's like, that's like bottom tier donations. And then like top tier is like, I mean, we, we go so far as to like, you know, me playing a private zoom session for you live playing music, playing music, Unless you, unless you pay the full amount, in which case it's, (laughs) you know, if you give me $2,000, I, you know, I, whatever. You sound like me. I'll do what for what? Yeah. (laughs) Cheers again. God damn it. I fucking love it. Now you're a performer and you've been a performer for some time. Where the fuck did my questions go? God damn it. Oh no, no. Okay. So you've been a performer for some time. Now, what Pretty Frankenstein is relatively not new. You've been around for a minute here. Yeah, well, it's it's funny. We've the thing is we've gone through like a bunch of different iterations. Mm-hmm. It's like we we started off uh it was a duo of just Vince and I and computer backing um and uh we were like super goth. If you listen to there there's an album on Spotify of ours called 1994 uh from 2019 and it's just super like the first track is just like hard like distorted drums and then like me doing like the straight up like peter murphy like like that kind of shit like we were (laughs) we were full in the goth like mode and being like let's let's go you know 90s like pinnacle of like let's go downward spiral and like ministry just came out and we're like, you know, trying to emulate that. But then it kind of, it kind of went on in 2020. We did like a whole political album uh, called sounds of revolt, which is on our band camp. And it's very much like I worked with all my old friends from the, uh, from the hip hop uh, albums that I used to do. I brought in a lot of like, you know, uh, producers and rappers that I used to know. Uh, and it's just a totally different vibe. And then there was on uh, both on Spotify and Bandcamp, you, I think you could find uh, Shred Alive, which was our Halloween album, which came out last year, I think. So like, it's just everything, you know, it's it's so many things. But I think this time it's it's kind of nice because it's like, it's kind of all of it put put into into one thing and that that's kind of like one of the first times i've been able to do that but still make it cohesive you know oh it's it's so oh my god i i'm just in love and quite a bit starstruck this second time today um (laughs) and i already have the short term short term thing going on but you mentioned cassette before sorry that i went like oh Oh, no 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 totally no, I was actually speaking to Darius, the front per- front dude of Haunt Me, 
Oh, nice. Yeah, the post-punk band earlier today, and that, that'll be out later, but it was just another fan ghoul moment, and I'm like, woo! But Darius was actually telling me that, and I didn't bring it up when we were talking, the whole cassette thing, that's actually, like, to me, it's invaluable. So, yeah. And I'm like, so here's me thinking while you're talking, where the fuck am I going to, I think I know where it goes, thrift stores. I can find a cassette player, like, I want to go back. I want to go back. Yeah, no, it's, you know. I Frankenstein on cassette. <laughs> there's there's and and there's so many there's so many artists like in Oakland that are that are doing cassette mm -hmm. and and it's really cool um but also it's like it's cheaper to make uh mm -hmm. it's it's also it's also just kind of cooler than like CDs because like nobody even has a CD player so if you're going to go with something that's like outdated you might as well go completely retro <laughs> and like uh it's it's also it's just fun um 1994 Ace of Base was out with the sign. <laughs> nice. I said I wasn't Is, singing. Isn't there like random? Wasn't one of them? Didn't one of them end up being like a Nazi or something like that? Wasn't there Probably. some weird? Yeah, but uh, I don't trust any anyone anymore. I'm like every. <laughs> <laughs> right. If, if I'm sorry for, but see, this is not. I mean, I'm I'm not sorry, my Caucasian friends. But it's like if I <laughs> if I don't know you, I'm instantly gonna have some um, probably. Some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Villain was a superstar on my last live. Um, he knows everything. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> like, and I'm not fucking around. He knows everything. Yeah. We're talking about evolution, and that's what I love about art. And I think that's what the pandemic kind of opened up for everybody. It was like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can make whatever the fuck we want. And then we're yeah. just going to put it out there and see what happens. I love, and this is why I love covering bands like yours, because I want to know, um, I still want to, uh, I, I need to know all of the stories. So on top of yeah. the fact that Pretty Frankenstein went through all these evolutions, so did you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know it's it's really fascinating. It's it's sometimes I don't I I have um, reservations. Like, should I bring it up or should I not bring it up? But you share your story very very I, Yeah, I love I, I love talking about myself. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no I'm not, I'm not I don't like sugarcoat or like tell people this or that is private. Um, no, I yeah, you're right. Like, because you know before the pandemic, I was. You know, I mean, I've been I've been queer and I've been bi like my whole life. And, um, you know, I think I think when I realized pan was a thing, I, I became pan. But like, um, I think it was what last year, mm -hmm. I the whole year I had, you know, I beginning of the year, literally in January, I came out as uh, non-binary because I I didn't I didn't realize growing up. I didn't realize that this shit was a thing, you know, right. like, like in 2004, like bisexual me wearing dresses with blazers on top and, and, and fucking makeup, like had no idea that, you know, they could consider themselves whatever they wanted to consider themselves. I was just like to, to everybody at school. I was, um, uh, what, what was the nickname? Oh, fag. Um, and like, like, <laughs> like yeah. that was, that was what people called you and like, you know, so like over the pandemic, you know, there was last year I, I came out as non-binary and then this, uh, this end of last year, 
I actually uh, came out as trans and I started taking hormones and uh, and all that stuff. So it's been it's been pretty wild, but it's it's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. I was I've been look. Cheers again. <laughs> cheers. Woo. Ooh. What a time. I, I always am so grateful anytime I do ritual like it's a tough time it is to be alive in. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. And and be able to witness this. But it's like you said, we weren't allowed to do that stuff. We weren't allowed to we and we didn't know they existed. So it's a yeah. beautiful and I love that you're able to share it because it is inspiring. My biggest thing is as a um as a person who likes to heal, uh, mm. help others heal, not healing myself. It sucks. I don't oh yeah, it's the hardest thing to do. Right. So of course, what do I do? I don't want other people to feel that way or at least not feel alone. So I think it is important when we do have people like you that can have other, especially young kids these days that, that don't know that they have options and, and there's safe people out there. And the the other thing is that you had mentioned recently in a post of yours, um, cause I, 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 stock and read <laughs> oh, oh no that's that's awesome that's great yeah there's this inherent danger um you know that you have to experience like and, and you live in everyone thinks that california is a bunch of queers just running around naked and having I wish. in the streets right like yeah. i would have stayed <laughs> i would have yeah. stayed <laughs> but if that well, were the case you know but why is it so hard? You had mentioned like the, the safety is an issue too, even though you're, you're putting yeah. yourself out there, but you're always aware. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the thing is like, just, just being yourself in any form. I mean, uh, you know, you being biracial, you, you understand and, and me, <laughs> me the same. I've, I've had so many run-ins with like, well, not the same. Cause I'm not one of those people that's like, Oh, our struggles are exactly the same. No, but like, I've, I've definitely dealt with like things because of my race being in like white neighborhoods like San Diego and stuff. But like, but the thing is, is um, like people think that, you know, the Bay Area even is like, it's just everybody's gay and everybody's cool. But like literally in Oakland, one of the most diverse places you have, you know, uh, cops still like killing black people. You have like, um, you know, uh, how many, how many trans people like were like murdered last year? Um, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up. I, you know, thankfully I haven't dealt with too much like, um, stuff in this past couple of years, but I, I don't, I don't go outside. I go to work, I play a show maybe, and that's, that's my life. But, um, you know, definitely when I was out and about more, I, I would get harassed by cops. I would get harassed by like, you know, um, anybody. Um, and it's just, you know, it sucks. But one thing, one thing I, I did share today too, is that um, it's like, uh, there was a post that I saw that said, we need to show young uh, queer people uh, like essentially like happy lives because there's so much like and and it's the same with um it's the same with black people too it's like there's so much like trauma that does exist but if that's all you see in like the media you're like you're just afraid so you don't want to admit or talk about like those parts of you but if there's you know people out there that are like look i'm fucking proud and yeah i deal with these struggles but 
the, I'm also like super happy to be what I am. Um, you know, then it, it, it helps with like, you know, empowerment to like the young people. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a rant, but you know, I no, I love it. It's nice not to be the one always doing it. That's the nice thing. <laughs> oh yes. I'm kicking my feet up and shit. Like I'm a, oh, I'm, a <laughs> I'm a triple Libra. So I can, I can talk. It's going to be a long show folks. We got two. Water <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. And they're like, bye. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Trivia yet. Okay. Oh, so, oh yeah. I absolutely love, love seeing you and your partner in action. Oh, my forehead is all the way out. Um, <laughs> you, let me adjust the wig a little. Okay. Oh my <laughs> God. Did you, did you see my, did you see my outtakes on TikTok from, from our, our video? Not so yet. many, so many wig. wig malfunctions. I had the Amy Winehouse wig and it just like kept, kept going. <laughs> Your TikTok is okay. So what I do, I have like total ADD. So uh-huh. I'm like, I intend to go to your TikTok, and then I'm like, okay, I get through like three, and then I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, I got it because I always try to be. I don't know what's wrong with me, ADD. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, let me go make sure I check on everyone else's, and then I end up just scrolling and no shit it's become a self-care routine where like no shit i was like drunk i was like cross-faded one night and it was like 11 i had to take a shit and my husband was like it's like sunday i gotta go to work and you gotta take the kid to school in the morning i'm like yeah 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 i'm fine let me have my woman time you know yeah, yeah. Back when they used to do their thing i sat on the toilet it, not with my sandwich. I made a sandwich after I took a shit with my phone <laughs> on TikTok and just fucking with my AirPods laughing. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> nice. It's just the best. But I'm just scrolling and then I'm like, oh, let me go back. So forgive me for. I will catch up. I will probably. Oh no no no! You're f- I post I post like three four times a day. It's like it's an addiction. I love it at this I, point. It's <laughs> I love it because you make me fucking happy. You make me happy. Your music makes me happy. Your energy makes me happy. Okay, so (laughs) the love of your life. Wow, what a partner you have. I'm actually like, I want to like, can you write a book about your relationship? Because I kind of, I want tips. I have a great, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would look for more insight. (laughs) Well, it's it's funny because like, like you were saying about TikTok, TikTok has actually like helped us so much. Like, no, nothing's ever been bad with us, but like, you know, you, you learn certain uh, tactics on TikTok for, for when you get, you know, kind of annoyed with each other. But, you know, those are, those are rare moments. You know, I'm like my partner, Vince, he's my, he's my artist. He was my bandmate. Um, he's like my best friend. He's, you know, we, we're also transitioning together. Uh, so that's like, you know, it's, it's some wild shit. Like he, he's, I think eight or nine months in and I'm three months in. And so it's, it's like watching each other go through these like opposite things, like, but the same thing, it's the same thing, but it's on the opposite spectrums. Um, we've reverted. We're, we're so gay that we are, have reverted to a cis couple but the other way um, um, but uh like but no he's 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 great and you know he uh we met 
the funny thing is we met at a we met because he sold me Green Day tickets in twenty twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. He sold me Green Day tickets to them at the Greek Theater, and I met him in line, and um, we didn't even hang out that day. I think he's he was still living somewhere else, but then he moved closer, and then we like became friends. And I was like managing the band that he was in for a little bit, and then we um, he started working for me. Uh, working the door at um, at clubs that I would I would book shows at because I was a booker for like uh, about two years, and through that we started getting like super close and like hanging out more and yeah and then and then everything just you know blossomed. <laughs> I love these stories. Do you see? And this is where I just recently wrote about because I hate Valentine's Day, but I was recently talking about yeah. love. These are the love stories that Michelle Halloween fucking thrives on. I don't yeah. want to hear, like, my story, my love story is pretty cool. It's very non-traditional, but then I'm like, I see these beautiful love stories, and I'm like, oh, can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> and in a sense, we've been together 16 years, and kind of in a oh, way wow. we do every so often. Yeah. We actually do start over. Um Let's see nice. here. Let's, what do we have next? I have all these little notes here. Mm. Okay, so we're totally. Oh, okay. I guess it's already time for trivia. Really? All right. I don't want all to right. Trivia. We have we have more time for that. I was going to give it at least five more minutes. Um, <laughs> another cheers. Also, is the GoFundMe link back up? Cheers. If anyone makes a donation tonight, if you let me know, uh, we'll give you like a special shout out. Hey. You, um, a shout out and maybe even make like a whole reel by the end of the week or something for you gray um, nice yeah that would be awesome i'm invested the whole month <laughs> yeah yeah campaign. i am invested because i want to see it happen yeah um, yeah as i was saying earlier i was talking to um i was talking to the front man darius of haunt me and we were discussing it was funny because we go in talking about the band, but then it's a Michelle Halloween show. So we got to talk about how lovely it is, how horror and the goth, horror goth and all things fucking weird just meld into one pot. Yeah, yeah. And, and a message that I like to share with other queer weirdos in the Halloween and horse uh, community, especially in California, especially yeah. Southern California, is that... Um, we're all here and we're all fucking weird. And if being weird is something weird to you and you look at us and you see Michelle Halloween with her gigantic pumpkin boobs and you see <laughs> Ray doing this pretty Frankenstein band being, what did you say? Gay as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, fuck off. And if that's a problem, you're not really a weirdo. You're not yeah, really yeah. a horror person. In fact, I just want to show off and do a little shout out to dark light. Oh, nice. Just in case you guys all <laughs> forgot. Okay. That's so, awesome. That may or may not have been, not intentionally, but it's actually because I believe in it, an advertisement for Dark Light Bulleting. Yeah. <laughs> Put a link up. Nice. Put a link nice. up. <laughs> but also because it is a company that I believe in. So yeah, the fact is, is that, um, actually... Amy, the creator, founder of Dark Light, does not put up with any bullshit or hate or bigotry or any of that shit in Southern California yeah. horror community. So, well, you know, there's 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 so much of that in just the like horror and goth community and everything too. And I just, I that's that's kind of why I start like every once in a while I'll I'll put up like TikToks about how like 
how like rock and roll and like goth music is like is the thing is it is literally black music because black people were the inventors of it like it's it's not even like a it's black music because there's some black artists that do it no it's black music because your first it, without screaming jay hawkins and cab calloway you don't have goth music like right. they're like literally the first musicians to ever be called goth and to put out spooky shit in an era of like you know the ink spots or like you know the the like love ballads these motherfuckers are talking about spells and ghosts and infirmaries and shit like you know what i mean so like that's when horror and scary things and ghost stories were taboo as being black and everything is rooted in blackness there's actually a really good um if you do you like to read um oh yeah yeah oh fuck i my punk ass britney if britney uh bomber is watching she has my book i'll send you Uh, a britney bomber and yeah. I'll put it up. Um, actually, I want to say it's called Truly or Dark, oh, Darkly. Darkly. Um, and I, forgive me, the author is actually beautiful. She's a black goth girl. And oh, nice. she's super dope. And she goes about how even, the, like you were saying, the goth, goth and music period. Well, black, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, we're, well, we're the roots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like indigenous yeah. and indigenous especially in america speaking specifically in america and it's Um, not even it's not even like there's some like there's a few from back in the day that used to do it's like no it's like literally every all of the first like rock and rollers and the first goths and the first this this and that were like black so like you know what i mean it's it's literally black people that should be saying like oh that's not white music you know what i mean well, and it's funny that you say that because it, it, again, with the time that I love being alive and when I was a young goth, I mean, I've been, I'm 40, I'm about to be 40 soon. I've been a goth since, again, age is nothing. I'm in my the best moment of my life at this point, best phase of my yeah. life. But I've been goth since I was 16 years old and I was the only black, don't let this pale light fool you. I am actually a black woman, biracial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also live in the Pacific Northwest and my melon melanin has been seeping out. I'm going to California soon to get it back. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I, I totally feel you on, on that. Cause like I'm, cause I'm Filipino and Iranian <laughs> and before the pandemic, I like, I, I would get pretty tan and you could tell I was Filipino. And now it's just like, I, every old filipino lady that hears i'm filipino they're like no you are not filipino and i'm just like no i am filipino like i will make some fucking lumpia right now like i you know like my husband is deceased he is over here like yes like i wish he would, <laughs> I wish he would participate sometimes but yeah. isn't that funny how like just getting a bit of vitamin d like brings out our real features it's like yeah yeah son we're goth we don't want you but we need you motherfucker like, yeah yeah <laughs> but it's right the pandemic i was t- i was like it was obvious but it's also i've been wearing wigs ever since too but it's yeah. like, I'm looking at my skin and I'm like, okay, so you could, my face looks great. Like my skin is radiant. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but my legs look like the end of bruises. Like, you know what the, the last phase of a bruise? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I forgot where I was going down that route. I was the only, so I, I used to go to like the goth club. I'd go to bar sinister and I'll get on to them. If you ever, oh, man. Or, I don't want yeah. you to go. 
no, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to, I don't want you to sing there unless you absolutely yeah. have to. I will oh, still no. go support you. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been, but it's been, it's been, you know, forever. Yeah. I, I was going in the early, um, early, uh, early 2000s, like right when it opened, I was going cause I was like, oh shit, there's a golf club. So then shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was that was me with me with DNA Lounge. We would I would go to DNA Lounge oh, like all the time as yeah as a teenager was, and shit. But isn't it? Were you the only? Well, I I don't know. What was your experience? I was the only black goth in back in my twenties, and well, that was like the two thousand early you know two thousand to two thousand ten. I was the yeah. only one up until and then I found out that there's I I did a couple of like. I put myself out there. The minute I put myself out there, you know, and took all the, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get all kinds of like shit for this. I yeah. ended up connecting with hundreds of black goths and horror fans all nice. over the world. And I'm like, what the world have you guys been? And they asked the same question. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah. I so was, what was for, it like for you? For for me, it's, it's funny because I was actually like raised by goths. My mom was super goth. I, my uncles were all goth and like, so that was like literally my my whole life and i was i think uh, so i was born in 88 uh pretty hate machine came out in 89 <laughs> and my family was completely obsessed with that album and just nine inch in general so the first things that i remember like hearing as a child were nine inch nails and uh i was always the you know i grew up elsa brani richmond and pinal in the Contra Costa County. And those are, it's pretty, pretty shitty areas. Um, and uh, the thing is like, nobody, nobody was a goth like there. Uh, I think the, I, there finally started to be some goths when I was like 14 or 15 sophomore year. Um, and like most of them were girls. There was one other goth kid uh, goth uh, boy at the time uh, and everybody thought he and I were like best friends but he was like he was like Marilyn Manson goth and oh, I was okay. like by that age I was I think I think by like 11 or 12 I was already like this dude's a poser because like because I grew up with ministry and I was like oh I, I see what you're doing like yeah I, I know who alien sex fiend is. You're not, you're not fooling me, you know, like is, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I always, I always made friends with all the goth girls in school and, and then became one. <laughs> okay. I have a good question for you. <laughs> Isn't it funny what happens? <laughs> yeah. Right. I always wanted to be a goth girl <laughs> and behold, <laughs> yeah. actually, there's all these things that I wanted to be. And I'm like, I love how it shows up at 41 years of age. Like I always wanted to be a MILF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's well, so funny, but it's like, I don't know. I just love, again, this ridiculous time that we live in. It's like, I could die happy at any point, but that's really fun. Wait, I had a question. It was like super cool too. And I, Fuck! This is what Goths. happens when you're so Goth dirty. girls. Goth girls. Okay, let me go back to it. It was super. Fuck my life. I guess it wasn't that cool. But calling Marilyn Manson a poser. Oh, I'm just. Here, I'm just you. throwing. No, you got it. You got it. You, you sparked it. Okay. Here's the thing. Let's talk about since you know your gothdom. Uh -huh. Do you agree with? Do you? Uh, sorry, I'm getting directions on the side of the screen. I'm going to get yelled at by text message. Oh uh, no! Uh, by my producer. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
tell me what do you think of uh, I I called it out instantly. And I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I, this may be what gets me taken down off YouTube right now. <laughs> I, well, think, uh, I think Slipknot mm -hmm. is a poser band, especially Corey Taylor. I think, okay, so I, I had the I briefest, that. I had the briefest Slipknot phase because my friend who was, who would play bass for me in high school was obsessed. And I was always like, this is like, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Um, <laughs> And uh, and I would always get like I think back then I would always get them and ICP mixed up because like <laughs> kind of like the same right? shit except one of them has a cake and um, <laughs> and then uh, and then I kind of got into them for like a minute and I was like oh that's cool like I get I get what they're doing here but I I could see the poseriness but for the most part I think that Corey Taylor just needs to go solo and be like the country artist that he wants to be like if if he would just do the southern rock shit that you know that he wants to do instead <laughs> of making bands like stone sour dude just go solo do your acoustic thing and like don't feel shame about it because you're old and you have to be edgy and metal still like you don't you don't have to be like it's fine like this is the yeah. best day of my life <laughs> Cheers again. <laughs> Cheers. I, I I feel the same. I feel the same way about James Hetfield and and Metallica. Oh, and, started on them. Like I I feel like if he just did hard Western rock, then you know, then it's fine. Right? You know, okay. So Do Waylon Jennings covers. <laughs> just get it over with, bro. Yeah. Exactly. What are the biggest tells that someone is posing as goth? Okay, so I don't feel qualified to answer that anymore because I did on World Goth Day, and which I didn't know was a thing until 2020 because I had yeah. a lot of time to read. Uh, World Goth Day. And then, then I was like, that's what Bats Day in the Park was for. I get it now. Yeah. But like, what are the telling signs? If you ask me who I, I guess I'm now considered an elder goth and also uh, yeah. a uh, hippie goth, I don't want to say, but I just say my my non-binary kid is a poser goth as well as like <laughs> the pastel goth. Cause like what is that? I'm <laughs> I'm 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 a rainbow goth myself, is is what is the only things that I could find that put me in a category that I'm like, that's I, I can I can rock rainbow goth. I can I can do I, that because I like I like colors too much. I same. I, I, I love I, colors. I follow the I follow the the Hunter S. Thompson theory, I don't trust anyone who doesn't wear enough colors. And, uh, you know, it's, um, but I'm also a goth, so I have a million black clothes. But, like, um, I don't know. Like, I used to, I used to be very much like, oh, yeah, like, that person, you know, <laughs> is a poser because they don't know this or that. But, like, if I if I come to somebody and I try to teach them, something and i'm like and i'm like hey uh oh that's like a cool misfit shirt like do you know any of their songs and they're like no i don't then i if i try to tell them some of their songs uh and they're kind of like they don't care or don't want to know then then i'm like okay you're just you're you are a poser but if like i tell you and i'm like hey you should listen to this and then they listen to it and they're genuinely into it then it's like you know, there's like a weird thing. I might have to actually put in You're my saying, phone. Okay. 
hopefully my hopefully my sound isn't complete shit. So no. hold on, hold on once. I've done things where it's like you're fine, and I'll just elaborate on that. I nothing pisses me off more than a you know I, me seeing a kid or a person like I'll just share a story while Gray's doing her thing. Um, but the creature I formerly call my sister went to H and M one time and bought their kid her kids a bunch of like Ramones socks, and I'm like, um, do you know the Ramones? Yeah. Gray, I can't hear you too much, sweetheart. Oh, no, no. Um, but take your time. Okay. Let me... Do your thing. So I'm just storytelling because I love sharing stories. So she's like, well, I said, do you know any Ramon songs? No. And the thing was, uh, it was $5 and it looked cool. So nothing pisses me off more. It's like a trigger for me. Like, what the fuck does that mean? And then there was, I wrote a blog about this. And my my kid, my non-binary kid, decides all of a sudden when we moved up to Washington, I knew it all along. This kid is a mini Michelle, okay? They can deny it all they want. This kid is a mini Michelle. And this one was going in my closet, stealing all my clothes. And I'm like, you realize that I'm like four times your size. And they're like, no, nothing warmed my heart. They didn't care. They were like, I want to wear yeah. these clothes. And this bitch was wearing, stealing my dark light clothes, number one. Okay. Then stole my bathhouse oh, no. sweatshirt, my hoodie. I was pissed. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, so now you cross the line. Okay. I let you yeah. borrow. I let you borrow my fucking dark light stuff. I let you borrow. The, you need to name. You need to go and listen to fucking three bathhouse songs. Yeah, and then yeah. they started wearing my Calabrese jacket instead, and I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> that's so and funny." Then, I'm, <laughs> I was oh, no, then ahead. they tried to steal my Twin Tribes uh, long sleeve, and I was like, "You can fuck off." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think what I'm gonna have to do is whenever it goes, since since you can't hear me through the uh, oh. through the phone speaker, um, okay. is I'll probably every time it goes into. Uh, that mode. Every time it goes into that mode, I'll just see if you can tell a story. <laughs> okay, no problem. Right. So here's we got a system. Start, we got a system. We got a system. But we'll start the trivia too because I've actually been really excited, and I feel like these oh, yes. questions might be too easy for you. <laughs> um, I, they might not. I mean, you know, it's funny because I've been listening to more like I've been listening to more like Doja Cat and Lizzo than like actual <laughs> goth music lately. So like, you know, I might be rusty. <laughs> I love you so much. I try to interact. I was listening to Haunt Me this morning on purpose, but the Haunt Me goes. I I have this like ridiculous like a, I, my my sleep playlist. Yeah, it's yeah. An ast, I call it Astral Dance Floor, Astral yeah. Club Dance Floor, and it's legit all kinds of like fucking um bunch of post punk bands. That, my kids are like, "What the fuck? Are you how are you asleep? Listen to that shit in your ear." And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're like, "Mom." And I'm like, sorry, it's comforting to me. So it's really funny, but I've been trying to like, I want to embrace this new like range of like femininity and hip hop and Lizzo's fucking epic and Doja. Oh Cat. yeah, yeah. And I'm actually trying to make my ass do what Mystic does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cakes on, not God cakes anymore. Chucky's queer kid on Instagram. I'm yeah. trying to make my ass do what her ass does. Their ass does. So I'm <laughs> a lot of Megan The Stallion for inspiration. Nice. Let's see what you got here because I'm like, these might be too easy for you. But I'll start with <laughs> well, anyways. This is the only okay. multiple choice. All right, we're starting trivia, y'all. Okay. Thank you. Are you controlling it for me? Thank you. 
Okay, what brand or brand? <laughs> what band or artist did not come out of Bauhaus? Peter Murphy, The Cramps, uh, Love and Rockets, Tones on Tail. Nice. Um, <laughs> I don't think Ivy or Lux were ever in Bauhaus, so I'm gonna say The Cramps. You're right, The Cramps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have okay. been awesome. Right. Right. I, and now I'm like thinking of a mashup. Okay, what song was the theme for the 80s horror movie The Hunger, which also starred David Bowie? This one's especially for you. This is the, so I've covered like a bunch of Bowie songs live. And I even did like a whole Bowie tribute concert one time. And this is the song that like, I haven't been able to get a band to play, but it's like my favorite fucking song. Um uh cat people aka putting out fire but uh oh i love that song so much <laughs> oh it's, but i don't think that's the answer it's not it, did i get the wrong one There's oh wait no that's i don't think this is the right one did we fuck up did i did i make this as a troll thing <laughs> that says bella lugosi's dead but it said david bowie oh oh you know what okay yeah, did I, 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 I drink too much wine and I definitely smoked too much before the show. No, I might have also gotten confused because I saw starred David Bowie. So I instantly <laughs> thought of the David Bowie song that's in the movie and not the actual theme of the movie. Anyway, did I, did I give you an SAT question? I'm going to actually have uh, Jose <laughs> no, no, research that one for us. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I was trying to make them hard because I feel like you're an expert. So we're no, no, to totally. that one. Because now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, what I know this one for sure. What Rolling Stones song, because this is my favorite Sisters of Mercy song. What Rolling Stones song did the Sisters of Mercy cover on their Some Girls Wanted by Mistake City? Do you know how much that album is on vinyl? No. I actually, you know what? This is this is where I'm a poser. I don't super know because I am not I'm not as well versed in the Sisters of Mercy as I should be. <laughs> so you got me. It's questionable. Um, does anyone in the comments want to give it before? It's actually, it's really interesting. I'm not like the biggest Sisters of Mercy fan either, but this is their, and it's a cover song, and this is probably their best album. Uh -huh. Gimme Shelter. Oh, really? Yes. And I need to fucking listen to that then, because that's my favorite Stones song. And I have to say, I like the Sisters of Mercy version better. Nice. <laughs> They're both great. Yeah, know? yeah. But it's like kind of like summer, um, summer dreams by typo negative is better than the original. Yeah, I mean everything Peter still does is better. Okay, yeah. moving. On. I'm glad I stumped you. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> you might you might stump me with a few, honestly, because I, I like I said I'm super rusty and at this I'm, point I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad because I wanted you to be stumped because else this would have been just yes. We Megan's knees are just built different. That's what my kid said. Yeah, and I also learned from my twelve-year-old non-binary kid that WAP stands for Waffles and Pancakes in junior high. Nice, <laughs> nice. I, just, I know that's old, but I just found it out, so leave me alone. <laughs> okay. okay, so this is definitely some elder goth shit. What is the name of Tina Root's new band since her departure from Switchblade Symphony? I had to look this one up myself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. trailer. Oh, okay. And All right. she's pretty fucking good. I was impressed. I'm nice. Okay, great. Now you're gonna have to do your TikTok thing when you're stumped. Oh yeah, no, totally, totally. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Next one. What horror movie had no song in the actual film, but had a goth soundtrack? Oh, this is a good one. But had a goth soundtrack that sampled music from Bauhaus and Typo Negative. Anyone? See, that was a horror movie. And I'll don't put up the answer until I say horror movie and a goth music type genre question. I'm proud of myself. Go ahead and think yeah. about it. research. Anyone? Anyone? Everyone's like Googling. I'm gonna say Star Wars. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I actually don't know. You're like you you've got good questions here that I am like. I picked the hardest trivia I could find. Yeah, because <laughs> I was high when I made them. <laughs> nice. Okay, the answer is actually interesting to me because I don't even like this movie. And it's another unpopular horror fan. I've been considered a horror movie poser, so don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Blair Witch Project. Really? I don't even like that movie. That's why I never thought there was a soundtrack. Did anyone know that? (laughs) I I didn't. So wait, they, they sampled those bands for like the sounds that the witch made or like no 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 it's not even in the movie because you know it's like a it's like a found footage film so there's like no sound but the original but i guess there's a whole fucking soundtrack that exists and this is why i love the horror genre so much it makes so you've learned shit yeah that's so weird so i didn't know that until i looked it up and then i confirmed it because it was like so much fun to do on a saturday was it raining on saturday it was probably sunny okay so What's the next one? Why am I looking at my laptop? Okay. Oh, so dear to my heart. I'm a huge, 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 huge Clive Barker fan. And I'm really excited about what's about to happen as a hater of remakes. Okay. So Clive Barker's The Hellhound Heart has been adapted into a new upcoming film remake featuring transgender actress Jamie Clayton. And this is easy, you guys. Everyone's heard about this. Clive Barker's The Hellbound Heart has been adapted more than once. This isn't the mm. first time The Hellbound Heart, Hellbound Heart has been adapted into a movie. Okay? This is mm-hmm. years and years and years later. Yeah. Okay? But there's now an upcoming remake of the name of the film, which is an adaption of The Hellbound Heart, featuring transgender actress Jamie Clayton. So color knows about this one. I'm very excited for this one too. Like I'm thrilled because this character actually is more in tune with who Clive Barker wrote the character for. That was your hint. So, oh, so, okay. So the first one. So, so Megan, the stallion. Yes. (laughs) AKA Hellraiser. Okay. Okay. I was waiting for you to say Cardi B actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hellraiser. There's a new Hellraiser, you guys. I am pissed. Oh, uh, about the if you want to, if you want to riff on that for oh, a yes, minute, I, I have to take out the. Go for it. I have a good story for you guys while we're waiting. And this is why I love my show so much is because I'm adaptable as fuck. Okay, yeah, so listen sorry. to this. Yes, Pinhead. No, you're fine. So I'm actually going to divulge um, some tea. Okay. Oh, okay. I actually. I know, Wait, what? You, like, hear me if I'm like talking like this. Very, very low. That means I have to shut the fuck up. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. No, you're good. I can actually hear you. Okay. Okay. So maybe I should, I'm just going to, I'm not going to say names or anything, but I interviewed um, Clive Barker when Books of Blood came out on Hulu 
And it was the most awkward but best interview I've ever had because he came on and he refused. It was like a whole press junket thing. Like he was doing hundreds of like interviews. So I only had 10 minutes. Okay. But me being who I am, uh, black villain, you're playing Call of Duty and not listening to me. You're not doing that next week when we're on. You're not playing Call of Duty. Uh, ask me for my son's uh, thing. He plays COD. Anyway, so um, Clive Barker and I had this really cool fucking conversation. He liked my personality. I didn't get to see his face, but I dressed up. I was flushed. I was so excited. I love seeing him. He told me all about splatterpunks and how he invented it and all this other shit. And that interview never got aired. That's why I'm very selective of who I collab with these days because I'm pissed. It was a punishment. So a little, um, can, am, I, am I audible? To me, I don't know. how. Can you guys hear Gray? I'm, Keep talking. I'm, I'm, Go ahead, babe. I'm coming up a little close. You can see my pores, but, but that's fine. You're um, gorgeous. <laughs> I have, if you go on YouTube and you search uh, Bruce Campbell prank calls somebody's mom, um, that is me whose mom that Bruce Campbell is prank calling. You need it, to stop. Yeah, I've, okay, so I've met, I've met Bruce three times. Um, yeah, I've met Bruce three times now. Uh, the first time was at a Fangoria con in 2004, and I was having a panic attack because I was 16 and I had panic attacks, and I still do, but anyway. Um, but I, I kept I kept it cool around around Bruce. But the uh, the second time we just took a picture. There's no real story there. But the second time was I went to see um, what was it called? My name is Bruce. Uh, movie where the town kids like kidnap him because they think he actually like fights demons. Um, and they did a post screening, a post uh, Q and A where Bruce came out. And, you know, uh, did like, you know, his question and answers with the crowd. And then I pulled out my phone and I was like, hey, Bruce, I just thought my mom's on the way to the second showing because she's a huge fan too. And I was like, do you want to prank call her? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And so he gives, you can, you can see it all on YouTube. Uh, he, he calls my mom. She's on her way to the second screening. And he's like, He's like, is this May? May, my mom's name. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, do you like your kids? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you're never going to see him again. And then he hangs up the phone. And then he gets another phone from another audience member, calls her back. And she picks up. She's like, hello. And he's like, did you think I was kidding about your kid? And then he hangs up again. Um, and the audience is losing their shit. Uh, and it's like it was so it was so hilarious. And then the third time, the third time I met him was a book signing, and I brought it up. I was like, "Hey, you, do you remember you prank called my mom?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Tell her I said hi." Like, you know, so that was awesome. Best day ever, great. I've seen that video. That's oh, you. Really? Yeah, that's me. That's me. You could see. Um, I think the back of my blazer had an NIM symbol. I am deceased. Gray, I'm a big Bruce Campbell. I had my your your Bruce Campbell story beats mine because I actually saw yours and never knew. Like I, <laughs> ah! 
I've seen this video. Oh my God. What is it about him that makes people, I, I fan cool. I, when I met him, I didn't get pictures because it was at Monster Palooza. He didn't allow pictures, but I stood at the door. I couldn't move. And he was like, get in here, lady. Come on, lady. And I'm like, <laughs> we had the best conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw your video. I've seen that. That's a viral YouTube video amongst the horror community. Yes, I would love a refill. Thank you. Thank you. I, my show is dope. I get like a whole fucking like bar service and everything. Holy fuck. We were meant to know each other and talk about this moment. We're going to send this to Bruce, guys. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because the the third time I met him was at at a bookstore and he was doing a signing in SF and I, I got to ask him two questions. One was, uh, does he still get uh, abused by Sam Raimi when they work together? Um, and his response was, they're both old men now, so it's kind of just like, it's not as forceful, but it still happens. Um, <laughs> but then I asked him, I was like, I was like, how many iterations of the classic Oldsmobile have there been? And he answered and he was like, oh, it's actually all the same engine. And every movie that it's been in, it's been the same engine. And I say, you know, a, another person asked a question and uh, he like, this is two questions later and he like interrupts them and he goes, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me go back and let me talk about that car a little bit more. Cause, uh, cause you know what? That fucking car, let me tell you about this fucking car. And he starts talking about on the set of Bristow County they had the classic but it was in a horse carriage propelling like something that they had to propel in the horse carriage so like wasn't this the same show where he went off on that lady for getting his name wrong yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that man's a treasure yeah he really is I'm like, this is the best day ever, you guys. I have to cheers one more time. This is like the best fucking, you motherfuckers who didn't come on, you're missing like my facial expressions. and Well, I guess they could see it later, but fuck. <laughs> we were meant to connect and talk about Bruce Campbell. No. Unfortunately, I didn't put any Bruce Campbell like content in this trivia. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're fine. I need to brush up on things anyway. I'm so like, I, I think like I still love horror and I've actually been back on like a little bit of a horror kick but for a little while I was just like I was very much in like it was a weird mix of like musicals and superhero movies there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah nothing like, wrong with any of this and like and like mean girls like once a month but no it, mean girls is essential I I don't know why I love watching mean girls during the summer um And it's funny because I've been accused of not being a proper horror fan because of, you know, like there's things, it took me 16 years to watch Freddy versus Jason. And I regret that. I'm sorry, everyone. But then I have the unpopular opinions, you know, like, but I also like, like right now, why is it don't look up? Why aren't disaster movies where the comic, it's the earth considered a subgenre of horror. I'm going to make this a thing. I think, I think those should be horror because they are horrifying well yeah and they're the closest to real like we're not you know zombies i feel like if zombies happened the government would just push them to the ghettos and it would just be like a crack pandemic and it would be you know some some reagan shit um so that that wouldn't be 
as much of a threat as any of these like fucking DMZ or whatever's about to come out and like right. you know, all of those, you know. Um, right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I write about this often, like we need to find new things to be afraid of. Um, of course, like uh, slashers are always gonna be good as long as it's a cis man. You know, yeah. because they're the one, scariest. One, one, like... one cis man that doesn't know how to run and, uh, you know, doesn't really know any martial arts training. He just, he has a knife or an outdated chainsaw that somehow works after 60 years of not being oiled. You know, it'll it'll be fun. Are you mad about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? Because I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was fun. It was. It was fun, but I was just like, it was really bad. There's, there was no storytelling. Yeah. I, I appreciated. I appreciated things that like I shouldn't have appreciated. I appreciated. I know what you're talking about because I did too. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's a nice little ode to Shining. Why is that in here? You saw I, that too. No one's talked about that moment where they did the whole where he did the whole axe scene. Yeah. Nobody yeah. talked about that. See, yeah. we were meant to be together. Yeah. Um. No, but you know what's funny is I had. I have love for Freddy versus Jason because uh, the theater experience. I saw it in theaters as a teenager, and that experience was just like it, like it was all of my friends. There was like thirty of us, and it was just like the classic like screaming or like "Don't do it, bitch! Don't do it!" Like it was it was good. I'm know. really mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm jealous. I it did was, the. I wish I, I would have done that. For that movie, though, like if you don't have that experience with that movie, it's it's gonna be shit. Well, I have a really good uh, theater system, so I was happy with what I got. But it was kind of like when I went, I rejected going to see um, Alien versus Predator. I regret that. That's probably my biggest horror movie regret. My horror sci-fi movie is, I could have went and had that same experience that you had with all like three people, and my stupid ass was like. Oh, hey. Okay, so I did confirm with Ivan, you're really hard to hear. So I'm going to story tell a little bit while you charge. Okay. Thank you for letting us know. I appreciate all the transparency. So storytelling time. Does anyone oppose to a Michelle story about Alien versus Predators? No. Okay. So I, while you do your thing, I went, okay, so it was, when did that movie come out? Like 2002 or something? And we'll continue trivia after this part. But I thought I was, and this is why I rejected Alien versus Predator, or not Alien versus Predator, which I rejected. But Jason, oh no, she'll be back. I rejected um, Freddy versus Jason. I thought I was some horror, you know, expert or some shit. And what an idiot. I, it was because I was mad at the Scream sequels. <laughs> I blame it on the Scream sequels. Like... <laughs> I have so much regrets because Alien vs. Predator is probably, one, especially one of the most inclusive movies of its time that nobody, people kind of forget about. You know, where uh, it's 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 not, um, oh, fuck, uh, Sanaya Lathan is an actual fucking badass, a black heroine. She's a goddess, and she killed it with that film. You know, hi, Gray. So I actually, I was with my ex-husband at the time who actually liked horror films. And there was like 30 people who went to go see Alien vs. Predators. I stay home with my kids. Okay. And these are the kids of mine that are now adults who think everything I love is stupid. And it's funny because recently one of them, the 19-year-old, his girlfriend is on my, t on my Instagram and 
she he called me what did he call me about and he i'm still storytelling so keep charging what did he say he was like it was, it was horror movie related so i feel like it's relevant but he was like you know what i'm gonna have to go back and watch your show to see what kind of shit you talk about me and i'm like oh fuck and i got really upset because i was like i've been waiting for this moment for like forever where my kids my adult kids are gonna come on and see my show like because they don't most of my kids don't even follow me on Instagram because they're so like grossed out by me. <laughs> so they're like, fuck you, mom, we're done with you. But this particular one still actually follows me. And his girlfriend brought his attention to like one of my shows where I was talking about my kids shitty opinion about Halloween kills, which I know black villain has an opinion on, but I love the film. And they were talking about how much shit it was. And he said, he's going to come next time he's up here. He's going to come on my show while I'm doing one of these lives and rip my wig off. And here's me going, honestly, I wouldn't care, but why? Like, because you're dumb. And I, I, I raised you to love horror films and you got it all wrong. I just told a whole improv story that had nothing to do with anything. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, we're we're going to do trivia. Yeah, here, let me. Okay. Sorry about this. I have, so. Hey. So I had, I had like, oh no, I, I had like a, uh, I had a setup and, and the, uh, an old school like headphone jack that would allow me to charge my phone and, and do the thing at the same time. But for some reason, like today is when I lost the old headphones. So now I'm doing this like weird back and forth thing. Honestly, this is why I love my show. It's flexible, but we will do the yeah. trivia because I okay. now my urgency is I have to pee. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. All right. And I had to emphasize this one because this one was really important to me. I also wanted to do a little trivia, but this should be easy. What was the name of the black? I have to emphasize the black drummer that a lot of guys didn't know about. Who played from the cure from 1983 to 1983? Yeah. God damn it. Um I don't remember his I actually don't remember any members of the cure's name aside from Robert Smith. Um, I actually was gonna call him Anthony Anderson, so don't feel bad. It's <laughs> Anthony like the like the dude from Romeo Must Die, Anthony Anderson. No, 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 from Blackish and uh Barbara Yeah, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was he in that? No, movie? same I don't dude. Know. Oh, yeah, guy? yeah. Oh, and he was on Andy Anderson. Okay, okay. I almost called him Anthony Anderson because I'm like, he's like <laughs> super popular and I love him in blackish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> I know. And I love us. Okay, what 80s? Oh, this is easy. What 80s horror movie feature Bauhaus's song Stigmata Martyr? Um, I okay. am a poser. What are we? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because but here's what you're gonna do is tonight or whenever you have time to watch have an hour of your time to watch one of the best worst horror films of the 80s uh -huh. because it is epic oh i've seen night of the demon okay i just not like not that. not the naughty elizabeth what's her face version the nadia version from american pie the original yeah. with yeah. uh one girl sticks the lipstick in her titty yeah yeah Which um I'm like, my nipples hurt every time i think about that still and i know it wasn't real right 
No, I've seen that. I just like it. It's definitely one of those like not on, not like the usual playlist. It's not like the usual like Dead Alive, you know, Evil Dead, uh, Romero circulation of things. You know, so I'm starting to realize what genre you really you're really into, which is good because you actually have really good like really good taste in horror films. But you are you're what Clive would call a splatterpunk yeah yeah i mean you know also also like a a, a zombie whore a just zombie for you know. everything but you yeah. know um and see here's me forgetting her name uh the blonde um, uh who plays it she's in all because she's in uh uh what's the fucking Li night of the living dead yeah what's yeah night of the living not the george romero one but the one where it's like the punk dude i had wine i just oh oh the the um you mean uh, Return of the Living Dead? Return of the Living Dead. Thank you. That's yeah, yeah. Because Michelle Great. fails at horror. <laughs> We're not <laughs> posers. Okay, this one was funny because I was like, I just didn't kill his laugh, but they're also kind of cool. Uh-huh. And I had to put it because this is one of my favorite movies. What Ice Nine Kills Songs is based on the 1981 classic and one of my all-time favorites, uh, I fucking god damn it. Uh American Werewolf in London. Does anyone like nine Ice Nine Kills in I I actually I I don't know because I'm I'm not like super into Ice Nine Kills either. <laughs> I had to look this one up and I was trying to make it super hard and I achieved. So again, yeah. that's in my life. I didn't know this one either. Um, I am failing so hard at this. <laughs> but here's the thing, I don't offer prizes, I offer love and support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was this one? I forgot the answer. Love bites. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Nice, nice. And this one, next one was super hard too. And I was like hoping a particular um, Halloween fan would come on to this one. This one's hard. What punk band performed a lengthy club performance scene in the movie Alone in the Dark, which features a really weird performance by Donald Pleasance? He's actually not even rememberable in this film. Is it? That's not. That's not the one. That's not the one where. Um... Where where Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds do from her to eternity is it? No, unfortunately, okay. I, I should have picked that one, and okay. I, I actually struggled with I sh I should have put that one because that was one of my options. Well, that that technical that's like not really a horror movie, but like but still, it's like it a is. that's 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 one of those like club scenes where a band's playing like a full set that like always stuck out to me. That like it's one of the reasons like I super got into them. Well, same thing. I don't think that Ice Nine Kills is considered a goth band, but here we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Uh, this yeah. one was interesting, but it's also a pretty good band. I was interested in it because it's a punk band, the Sick Fucks. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, nice. which is pretty rad. I didn't. I had no clue. And I'm gonna. Then, I'm gonna. I'm gonna charge my phone one more time because it okay, just told me ten no percent, even though. But I'll. I'll still yell. Oh, no problem. And this one is actually. A very popular one, but I had to put it in there because I love. Do you are you a fan of uh, Gary Oldman's performance in the Bram Stoker Dracula film? I'm a fan of Gary Oldman's performance as anything. Like that, right? He, he does no wrong. I agree. So this one was actually super cool because I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of this particular band and this particular deceased member died but it was really cool to know that this dude came in and just did this one part what famous singer dubbed or did the voiceover for gary Ullman's scream at the beginning of brown stoker's dracula i i don't know this is uh, this is like news to me I, uh, okay 
this actually the hint is it was if you can remember it was the band that didn't come out of Bauhaus the lead singer oh oh really Lux did the oh shit I did not know that that's awesome right and yeah. it's like the super coolest thing yeah, you need to hear the scream. So it's like at the beginning when he's in that cool red suit when yeah, after, no, I, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Where he goes, Wah! you guys, that's yeah. fucking Lux interior. My vagina that's, just went, ah! That's awesome. I like, that's such cool. Like, that's a cool thing to know now too. Cause like, it, you could probably hear it in like quite a few of our songs. Like, especially if you listen to the older albums, like, Lux is they're literally we literally have songs where I'm just ripping off of the crap. Like nothing wrong with that. Then I have a band recommendation for you. Um, and I'll give that to you. But we're gonna go so that way I can actually just have a conversation with Gray. I hope you guys don't mind me taking her from your uh thunder. (laughs) But before we go, let me just put up that link one more time. The GoFundMe is going all month long or until they reach their goal, which hopefully is sooner than later. And cool prizes are involved, like cassettes and like possibly private performances from gray herself <laughs> a long time with gray. <laughs> and here's me going so what's that link <laughs> like give me one second to put that up i cannot cannot thank you enough for joining me tonight yeah. i am like so grateful that i am in this community where i can actually speak to people i admire and look up to and who allow me to share why I love you so much. So make sure you guys go to prettyfrankenstein.com. I'm going to put in, I'm going to put in my, I'm going to put in my headphones to, to wish everybody well. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for, for having us or having me and uh, yeah. Um, check out all the stuff and yeah. Thank, thanks again, guys. Thanks everybody for watching too. Pretty Frankenstein TikTok. I can assure you that Midsummer Screams even looking at you, girlfriend. So we'll talk about that. Um, you guys are amazing. And my my our fucking followers and fans, I know Monday nights are sometimes hard, but I love the love when I go and actually am forced to look at insights and see all the support that you offer us. I appreciate it truly. So make sure that you are supporting the bands that I love so that I can see them play live in a city near you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's always keep you know, keep in mind it can to keep supporting each other, especially as weirdos and as people of color and as yes. especially as queer artists. Um, we only have each other, and I feel like our circle is shrinking every year when people forget that we're still a thing and we're still here and we're still fighting for basic human rights while everyone else is like, Yay, the world's opening back up. We're still here, guys. We're still yeah. here, and we're not gonna be quiet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great, I love you. You guys, love you I love too. you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you.